And we're live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. KCLC Champions Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle, longtime host. Joining us again, Joe, the man Sortino. Welcome back here, Joe. Thank you for now appearing on more episodes this season than Tom. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. Glad I'm stepping in for Tom. I know he's got a busy life with the, you know, the kids and his depression with his team this year. So, you know, I do what I can to help out. You know, I will say from from Tom's perspective, he has not won since he has not like the last time he's appeared. So maybe you know, you know, maybe maybe that would help. But we'll see. How's it he going there? Show his face. Yeah, he doesn't want to show his face on this pod anymore. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get harassed in the comments section. Yeah, I mean it's he he's just depressed. There's nothing else. He's he's sleep deprived. You know, his his children are beating him up. Work is making it so then he can he can't do anything like fantasy wise. He can't make trades when he wants to. He can't research it. Um, yeah, it's just it's not ideal. He's got to sort out his priorities, it sounds like to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll see how he does with that. So, how are, how are you, though, Joe? How's how's life in the, the big city? Life's been good. Very happy. The uh, holiday's coming around the corner. Getting those two days off at the end of the week is always nice. So, just trying to make it through one more day here. Seeing as we're recording this on Tuesday night, only got one more day to go. How about you? Yeah, same thing. Uh, I'm recording this. We're recording this here now. I'm gonna go to sleep and basically wake up and drive to Southeast Wisconsin, and uh, yeah, that's gonna be real shitty. And I'm not looking forward to that at all. Uh, I probably prefer to working, but yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> Good, to, glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. All right. So as you may know, Joe, we had a lot of. Uh, a lot of fun this last week in the KCLC. A lot of a lot of fun high scoring games. Also a couple of low scoring games. Anything out of what was it, week eleven that really stood out to you? Ooh, uh, well, you know, I think we should just get these uh, these blowout games out of the way, and then we can get into talking about the games that were really uh, exciting to uh, keep track of during the weekend. Uh, I guess let's just get myself out of the way here. You know, we got a we got a blowout game here. It looked like it was going to be a little bit closer um, at the start of the weekend um, as far as, like, how matchup was going because he was only going to have cup out, which, I mean, is a big deal, but that was the only person I'd buy for him. So it wasn't going to be, like, didn't seem like it was going to be a complete blowout or anything. But um, ended up being a... Was it 80 points? 81 points. I ended up winning by in this matchup. Um, pretty much everybody showed up on my team except for the Bills defense. Um, everybody else had double digits, which is pretty awesome. I can never like, complain about that. It was like, and like not only double digits, but like multiple. Yeah, like almost. I think almost half the team over 20. Yeah, well, I at mean, least almost. And, yeah, I think and yeah until Saquon played on um, Monday night. Pretty much everybody had 15 or more points on my team, except for the Bills defense that actually hurt me more than helped me, obviously, with the negative four. Um, 
but also Saquon was just coming back from an injury, and I'm pretty sure he didn't get as many touches, plus the game was a blowout to begin with, so wasn't totally expecting too much after seeing who they were playing against. Um, but yeah, I am super stoked about this weekend. Pretty much nobody showed up for Acosta other than Herbert. Um, everybody else is kind of just like, meh, or even worse than that. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of single-digit players. Um, I, who was it that was like last second? Oh yeah, he swapped out because of Patterson on Thursday was declared out, so that definitely hurt. So he was going with the the dual Dallas running back, uh, which didn't really pan out very well, seeing as they only scored nine points total. Um, the Dallas Cowboys did, and. Pretty sure Zeke got hurt during that game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't anything okay. huge. I mean, back in practice today. I mean, like, I think it was more that Dallas in general has looked really bad. Um, it's like, or not, not, well, not going to say bad. They've looked like schizophrenic. Yeah, I mean, they played the Broncos, got destroyed. I think they destroyed the team they played last yep, week, and yep. then this week they just <laughs> only put up nine points and lost again. So yeah, as I said, they lost lost bad to the Broncos, and then they put up forty whatever against Atlanta, and then they dropped down to nine. Granted, yeah. no Amari Cooper because of the COVID, and then you know Ceedee Lamb. I don't remember exactly when he went out, but they were pretty one dimensional after that. Um. But yeah, coming back, I mean, you're right, you're right on the money. Herbert showed up in that Monday night shootout, which that game was amazingly fun, especially the second half. Um, <laughs> but really, I mean, for for Acosta, he knew he was going to be in a tough spot. But I mean, at the end of the day, Cup wouldn't have made a difference. So he loses the game, but still has seven wins and is tied for the one overall seed with Garrett right now. Uh, not much else really to say other than this win bumps you back up and gives you a nice cushion, um, you know, from the elimination seller. Uh, there's no such thing as a cushion in this league, it seems like, this year. So I don't feel very confident even winning this game. But um, having the highest score of the week definitely uh, feels good. Feels good. All right, let's go ahead. Let's jump into another game that wasn't so close. Let's talk about... Vince falling to three and eight versus Patterson. Patterson, who has been extremely good in the month of November, he's, I believe, like either like four and one or something like that. Uh, he's got a team that's just like he's got depth up, to, you know, bottom to top. He got a twenty-eight performance to start the week off with that uh, Patriots defense, which is... I, yeah, I swear he had the, like, what was it, like, two years ago, maybe? He had the Patriots defense, and they were, like, the best defense. They were just scoring ridiculous amounts of points as well. Yep. Yeah, this was very much a throwback to the, the classic Patterson uh, mantra of loving Patriots and such. And then, I mean, outside of that, he got really lucky with a couple of plays. Or not, I'm not going to say lucky. It was... I don't expect Zach Ertz to get 28 points. I mean, like, I, I would guess he... Yeah, if you look at his past, like, three games combined, Zach Ertz doesn't even have, like, 21. I think it's 28 in the one. So, I mean, it helps yeah. that... Yeah, and having Colt McCoy in that quarterback, I mean, I feel like they're going to be dumping it off on shorter routes and not taking as many chances as if Murray was in there. Um, and also, Simeon getting 24. I feel like the... 
the Saints played awful in that game, and somehow he still got 24, probably mostly due to garbage time. Um, so other than those, though, I mean, Connor's been solid, obviously, with uh, Edmonds out. And even when Edmonds is in there, he's always scoring touchdowns. But now it seems like he's involved a little bit more in the passing game than he was prior to that happening, which definitely a plus for Patterson. Yeah, I mean, like again, really looking at his team, um, his worst players were Pittman and Metcalf, which are not going to be as bad as they did week in and week out. So I mean, I, if I'm if I'm Patty right now, I'm feeling pretty damn good. I don't know who the hell he's going to steal from Vince if there's even anyone that he would really want. Because I yeah. kind of like a lot of his players more than I like anyone on Vince's team. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, yeah. The only person I was thinking was Schultz, but I forgot he had Knox on his bench too. So I don't really know if there's anybody that'd be worth swapping. Yeah, which man, that what an insult. But uh, <laughs> but like I've been decided, To be fair to Vince, he didn't do that bad. He I think had the fifth uh, high score of the week with Joe Mixon coming back. Thirty carry game. He's getting a lot of touches. Cam Newton ridiculous fantasy game, although he didn't necessarily do good real-life football. Um, Three-touchdown performance. Mike Evans doing good. Like, I mean, Vince did good. Yeah, it was pretty much at the top of his lineup. was really solid. And then you drop under Evans just, like, single digits from there on out other than the quarterback. Right, which, like, I mean, his flexes and tight end were going to be kind of questionable. He's got a boomer bust tight end no matter who he plays. And it just happened to, to bust at the tight end, and then flexes underperformed. So Vince, Vince isn't that far away from doing like a, a you know a reasonable team, but it's getting to time like it's getting to the time of the season where if he doesn't pull, he needs basically to win out. He needs to win out to have a shot, and so we'll we'll see. Um, I do believe he is the yeah. So he's the first team to clinch a losing record for the twenty twenty one year. <laughs> I uh, I don't say that's something to be proud about. (laughs) There, he could have some more people join him this week, as we'll get into. But uh, Vince first on the board for for clutching a losing record. Anything else on this one, Joe? Uh, No, I mean Vince's team really didn't do that horrible this week. He would have beat like how many of the teams? Probably like uh, he was about middle of the road. He would have beat you, yeah, Wilson. He was actually. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. You would have beat half the league, I think. Yeah. Just about. Because you would have beat E. Wilson. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, and then Costa, too. Yeah, so yeah the whole five. bottom section. You would have beat a lot of teams this week. So, can't be upset, but unfortunately, facing off against the, the return of Patty. Yeah, the rejuvenated Patty. Um, not much else to say on this one. Let's go ahead. We'll jump into one that was our game of the week, but uh, being a little bit more boring uh, with cash money going against Sir Luco. Sir Luco laying a dud. Uh, not much he could really do. He wasn't risking Daryl Henderson, so we knew it was going to be you know rough sledding. His defense got him zero. Dak Prescott played basically a full game and got him two points. Like it, it was bad. Like it was as bad as it can be for Alex. Like. The one, I guess, like, shining thing, DJ Moore does still have that connection with Cam Newton, which is nice. And then uh, Gasecki bouncing back from a 0.7 target thing with 10 points is not bad. But 
Really, there was nothing Sir Luca could do, especially when Vince almost outscores him with two people, Jalen Hurts and Austin Eckler. <laughs> yeah. Your former Jalen Hurts and Austin Eckler. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that, let, let them get the wins now, because, you know, come playoffs, it's going to be rough sledding for them. If Eckler even makes it. I just I was scared of his injury pass. Couldn't couldn't deal with it, but good for for cash money. He gets a win. He gets himself a little bit more cushion. He now has a game up on Tom. Both actually, both Serluco and uh, Castro have a game up on Tom as far as the uh, toilet bowl is concerned. Castro in general had a pretty good performance. The one thing AJ Brown did leave the game injured. We'll have to kind of see, wait and see what happens to him. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, his play has got volume, and I don't know if he can ask for much more. Yeah, so, I mean, still, even after the result of this, we got a bottom, we got two of the bottom four teams right here that are fighting it out to see who's going to end up in the toilet bowl. So we'll see how this plays out. But Castro winning here definitely made it a little bit more interesting at the bottom. He very much did, and we'll have to wait and see to figure out who he picks as a blender. My guess is he might pick one of Sir Luka's quarterbacks. Because, I mean, he doesn't... I mean, if you could pick Teddy Bridgewater or Daniel Jones, maybe you've got some flexibility on matchup. But that's, that'd be my guess. So, Castro with a really good win. Not much else to say. Um, next up, let's go ahead. Joe with a really creaky chair. Busting it out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to standing mode here, so we don't have to worry about that creaking. Sorry about that, folks. (laughs) Uh, Next up, let's go ahead and talk about me and Wilson. It was a rough one for me, but that's what happens when you trust the Bears quarterback only to have him get injured in the third quarter very early, Um, and then you know have a, a guy get a touchdown called back at the end of the game. Not saying I'm salty, of course. (laughs) <laughs> but um, yeah this one was good I mean from Wilson's perspective McCaffrey showed up he kind of coasted in the first half and then really ate it up in garbage time that was actually a lot of Wilson's team he got a lot of garbage time production in the third yeah. quarter he got 40 yeah. points I think of those new yeah, what's the like Allen? I that game was pretty awful for the Bills, and <laughs> he was just throwing picks left and right. It seemed like when I was watching, yeah. Um, and then yeah, probably just garbage time catching up, trying to catch up with the Colts. But I mean, that was game was never even close. But yeah, I mean, Wilson's team still looking pretty sharp, though. I mean, granted, it was like we said, garbage time, but. There was, I mean, there's a lot to be excited about. Wilson's team making a comeback here. McCaffrey back, looking good still. Keenan Allen also started off pretty slow. Once again, getting tons of targets, as he has been for the past, like, five years, I think. Yep. And Thielen also continuing to produce. There's not there's not much to be upset about here. Yeah, there's, there's not much for Wilson. I mean, obviously, you would have liked more yardage out of Gibson and Robinson. But, I mean, Robinson still got the touchdown to save his day. Um, from my perspective, apparently Hawkinson is better with a backup quarterback than he is with Goff. So I guess I'm taking that. Debo Samuel, I believe, had the seventh most rushing yards out of all players last week as a receiver. 
Uh, it's weird to see him get eight to nine carries now a game uh, and only get one cut. It's, uh, it's odd, but that's Kyle Shanahan. And, um, yeah, Derek Carr apparently really needs uh, rugs in order to be a half-decent quarterback. So uh, there's question marks on my team, no doubt, but we're going to fight through this. we got some reinforcements coming down the line, and uh, ultimately we're, we got a lot of people... Yeah, the first place in our division, not out of reach yet. Well, let's see if you can get any trades. Rumbling in uh, trade talks. Get some quarterbacks over at Kyle. He needs them. Yeah, see well, if anybody's interested. Well, a lot of people can't move yet because of the plunders. So TikTok Tom, even though I'm sure he's waiting on someone else. But, uh, yeah, not much else to say. Let's go then to the actual game of the week, which was a barn burner between... Oh, Tom and Gert, the guest house gorillas. Really, the only reason Garrett was in this to begin with was a monster day from Jordan Taylor. Which, uh, you know, great. You got 53 points from him, but, you know, without that, if he has a normal day, you're at, like, 120, 130. Not great. Granted, again, CD Lamb went out early. Um, if I'm Garrett, I'm kind of starting to get real concerned about Russell Wilson. He's looked bad like bad. yeah he does not look like he's back to what he used to be in the slightest and yeah Mahomes had an amazing week last week but went right back to what he was before that getting him like really low points um in recent weeks and yeah it's got to be making him feel nervous and then I think he's probably gonna be fine I don't think he's might be playing this week, if I remember correctly. As of might right be now, out. he's he's projected to be out. CD is with a concussion. Yeah. yeah, so he's got that, and then but getting the win this week definitely helped. Getting him at seven, I mean, he's just gotta make sure he gets healthy by playoff time, and it won't really matter too much. But he's gotta be feeling a little bit nervous about his quarterback situation, even having the names that he does have. Um, yeah, but, I mean. Other than that, I mean, I don't think there's anything to be concerned. The fact that they're still giving Taylor the ball, too, when they're up, like, I don't know. What was the score even? It was stupid. He was, like, fourth quarter, and they're up by, like, 30, and he's still out there. I'm like, what are you doing? I'd be so pissed if he got hurt and I was a Colts fan. Yeah. Because it, he's been stupid. I, I would uh, venture the same way. But the, the only thing I was going to comment on for Garrett that's kind of concerning or, I mean, I wouldn't say concerning. It's just it's recognizing what his team is. So, yes, he did get 168. But it's like, with the way his team is currently made, I don't see... I don't know how it can get much better. Because it's like... I feel like he got about as good of games as he could get from, like, having Jalen Waddell, Mike Williams, Jamar Chase, and Devonta Freeman all getting at least double digits. It's like I don't I don't think Devonta Freeman is going to be averaging twenty points a game down the stretch. He could get ten, but it's like I don't, I don't know how that does. I don't I while I very much like Waddle. Again, twenty points seems like it's a lot. Maybe it's not. He just he had a lot of guys get like twenty something points all at the same time, and that just happened to be enough to beat Tom. Whereas I think his team's going to regress to the mean and probably put up more like a one forty ish type game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I would argue, though, that I feel like his quarterbacks could potentially do better in the coming weeks to make up for those 20-point games that he's getting out of Freeman and Waddle and Williams. So Could be. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like 
<laughs> I feel like it definitely running back, his second running back position, though, is where it's going to be the most iffy uh, going forward because he doesn't really have, even if, um, uh, what's his name? Wait, what happened to him? Oh, yeah, one uh, Melvin Gordon coming back. He's still splitting time with Javante pretty much 50-50 every week, and that's not going to get you more than you're like limited at how many points you're going to be getting out of him. So. Right. But yeah, from Tom's perspective, he had a lot of things, I think, that were at least half decent. I mean, getting 19 points out of Tyrod Taylor with his rushing ability predominantly was unexpected. Uh, really, on Tom's team, nobody did not show up. It's more just like it's weird because it's like Tom's been performing so badly. I just don't see it kind of holding up time after time. He really needed this one because, again, like it, it's not getting easier right now. He needs to probably win at least two out of the next three. In, well, he'll, he'll definitely get that win against me, I think. I'll have three guys on by, so <laughs> he's, got, he's got that going for him. Yeah, well, yeah, even if that's one, that means he has to win one out of two, so... And that's just a, you know for a puncher's chance. We'll we'll see how he does. Um, not much else to yeah. say really for me. Yeah, uh, like we mentioned when we were talking about the preview last week. I mean his his like receiver flex situation is like really scary to me. I don't really trust anybody in that section. Yeah, McLaren and Lockett showed up this week, but I don't. And then I don't expect that to be happening every week. It seems like. And the Callaway nine points that he got was literally on one pass and catch. I don't even think he had any. Yeah, that was the only catch he had. Was that I? I saw that touchdown happen on live, and that was the, literally the only catch he had that game. So he could have potentially had zero points out of him. That didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, God, man, how the mighty have fallen. Tom going from having one of the uh, the all time great records now falling behind Wilson. Could get lapped by you, depending on how the year goes. Um, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, that's going to go ahead and conclude week 11 in review. Any parting thoughts before we jump into the, the trade rumor mill? No, I mean, standings just keep getting tighter and tighter. Um, <laughs> I really don't feel safe even being 6-5. and five, Like, knowing the buys that are coming up for me... This next week's going to be, as we'll talk about, going to be close between me and you. And I'm going to get destroyed by Tom, I think, unless his team just collapses. And then I'm going to be facing Wilson after that. I'll have a full squad, but never going to be an easy matchup. So, I mean, I, I could potentially lose the next three. And who knows? Who knows? I got to hope Tom keeps losing. See, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty happy right now because it's like, yes, I have you this week. That's going to be a tough game. But then I face Vince, who, you know, I don't want to say it's keeling over, but I mean, he's three, he has three wins for a reason right now. And then I face a Jordan Taylor-less Garrett, so that's going to be fun. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and talk some trades real quick. Um, currently, I will say the biggest thing for me that I've gotten trade rumor-wise this week is on Wilson's side... He has been shopping around McCaffrey a little bit. Just, uh, you know, he's, he's not thrilled. He w would like to see if he can maybe upgrade a uh, flex position because he's not, well, Gibson's kind of the player where he's like, he's good enough, you can't bench him, but you can't trust on him. 
So he, he's been floating around McCaffrey a little bit. If he can get a running back back and then somebody slightly better than Gibson, I think he would pull the trigger. So if anybody out there really wants CMC, the number one, you know, consensus mm-hmm. fantasy player by most experts going into the year, he's available going into the playoffs. Yeah, spend a little bit. There you go. There you go. You heard it here first. Um, yeah, other than that, not much else going on because a lot of people are sitting on the sidelines right now waiting for the plunder to kind of come through. Nobody can really talk yet about what they want. Um, so once that comes through, I expect it to pick up a little bit. But, Joe, I would actually not be shocked if this is our first week in a while that there's been no trades. A lot of people are uh, fortifying the defenses for the playoffs. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard much myself. I The only thing I did here is Vinny is shopping around Cortland Sutton right now. He feels the Broncos team is is not up to, up to snuff for his team, so he's trying to swap some things around, get somebody to replace him get some receiver help so if you're looking for Sutton reach out to Vinny God if you're looking for Sutton he <laughs> <laughs> got bigger issues man. oh god alright let's go ahead and jump into week 12 um yeah this, this is uh, an interesting one I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna lead us off with one that I expect to be relatively painless uh Vinny versus Ch- Chump leader Acosta um, Vince getting some potential, uh, you know, adversity with Cup coming back, number one fantasy player. But I mean, Acosta is, I guess, beatable. Would you say that, Joe? Yeah, definitely beatable. Especially um, with the running back situation that he has. Starting two Dallas running backs, and I don't know the situation with Patterson right now. Is he expected to be back, do you think, or... Um, last I heard he was, he did practice today. So did, uh, Zeke Elliott. Both, I believe, were full practices. Um, yeah, so, I mean, but the fact that the games are Thursday night, he's going to have to know before that to make that decision, um, seeing as both the Dallas players are playing Thursday, and he has pretty much nobody else except for Singletary. Oh, that's also Thursday, I just realized. Yep. So, he's going to have to make that decision if he's going to wait out and hope that Patterson does play. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, so the fact that if he does end up having to start both Dallas people, that definitely a position that I think uh, Vinny could take advantage of since he'll definitely be limited on how many points he's going to get out of both of them. Um, the receiver position, I'm not super thrilled with um, Acosta's other receivers that he has on his team besides Cup. Yep. I mean, it's nothing too exciting. Um, but then again, Vinny doesn't really have too many exciting receivers as well, other than his number one. So I feel like it's a battle of like, we have a really good person at each position, but like everybody else is kind of like, meh. And what, who's going to boom and who's going to bust out of those like below average, like flex position players. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, um, for me, Something that's interesting to kind of look at. Uh, I guess, like, it's always weird with the, the Thanksgiving games. It's like you always expect them to be good. But it's also like, you know, Dallas going into us, they're going to be down probably two receivers. Dak looked terrible last week. And, like, Las Vegas has a 
at least solid defense. I want to say they're great, but they're solid. So, I mean, if they just stack the box, that kills Tony Pollard and Zeke. Vince has a shot. And, like, I would say he wouldn't have a shot. He would have, like, a, a better than not odds coming out of Thursday. Um, also, you know, just for me, it's like I really like Cam Newton this week against Miami. Um, I think he's just going to get random scramble yards. That's going to, like, potentially get him anywhere from an extra four to nine points. So make him better than he probably should be. So it's like, actually, I'm going to go ahead and I'm pulling for Vince to get win number four this week. I think Acosta has worse matchups. I don't like Herbert against Denver. I think Jarvis Landry is just gambling at that point. Um, really, the only person I like on his team right now is uh, Cooper Cup going to Green Bay. I'm going to have to... I'm gonna... mm, it's going to be close. I feel like the projection at the top is making it look not as close as I feel like this game is going to end up being. I'm going to stick with Acosta, though. I think he's going to pull it off, and then he's going to put Vinny into that toilet bowl uh, officially with uh, his ninth loss of the season. God, what a world. <laughs> um, alright Joe I mean I'm personally not used to it because Vinny's usually the one that has a high record and then loses first round of the playoffs every single year but <laughs> this yeah. year he's just like I'm just going to go to the toilet right away let's just get it over with <laughs> yeah, yeah Vince was not uh, you know he was not helped at all by the plunder rule this year uh, yep. I'm sure he's going to just like quote this off as an asterisk year and get back to it top of the division next year um, yeah, let's see. What game would you like to talk about next, Joe? Uh, let's talk about... Uh, let's talk about uh, Sir Luco and uh, Patterson. Let's talk about that game. I think this has the potential for Patty to solidify himself into the playoffs and also a chance for Sir Luco to join Tom in the competition to see who's going to get in the toilet seat. Who's going to get the toilet seat this year? So let's 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 get onto this one. Yeah. So I mean, I would say at this point it's early to say that I or it's a little bit early, but I think Patterson might be moving some pieces around. Particularly, my guess is he's not going to play Ertz if he can also play Knox because I would. I mean, I think he, don't think he. I don't think it matters necessarily. Um, to me, it's like I'd be comfortable playing one or either of those going into the playoffs. And then, really, the only person he would have out then would be Connor, which, you know, if he moves some things around, maybe he doesn't play Connor, but ultimately he's going to be at a fairly high strength. Uh, Aaron Jones, probably not going to play this week, so uh, A.J. Dillon going to be a solid play. Looking more at Sir Luco's side, he's losing this Kansas City Chiefs. I have no idea who the hell he's going to put in. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't exactly sure why he played both of the running backs this past week. If he knew that CH was going to be back, maybe he was just afraid he wasn't going to complete, but that you're just like limiting yourself so much, I feel like, doing that. Yeah, I mean, like, C- um, or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was fine. It was just the Daryl Williams part, but... I mean, like, if, here's the thing. Saluco right now um, doesn't have enough people, really. He'd have to play... Boston Scott and Marvin Jones, because Allen Robinson's probably going to be out this week if he wants to try to like play a full squad. But he, and he kind of needs to because he's at the point where he needs wins. Well, 
Yeah, I would point out, though, I feel like he's probably going to put Siege into the RB and then put in uh, Marquise Brown back in. I'm guessing he's going to be back uh, this week. Yeah, he's back. Because he, he was out last week, so that definitely will help. So I, I really see him only missing one person for bye. He's probably going to put Williams down there, keep Siege. <laughs> so potentially two switches in this, this matchup, but I don't know if it will make up enough for him to pull this off. Yeah, and it's like he's at the point now where he it it doesn't matter as much resting or not resting, but like keeping people in for buys. Like when you need wins, you need wins, you know. So it's like if it's if he thinks that Patterson's beatable this week, you kind of have to risk it because it's like it, there's no guarantees going down. And I think he's got bye weeks and stuff coming up um, going forward. Yeah, he's he's got some bye weeks and such coming in um, week fourteen. So it's just like he's got he's got to make a move here sooner than not. So I'm thinking he might risk it because it's like at the end of the day, it's like he risks it and still has a shit team. Yeah, it's just a matter of like I don't know how much he's gonna get from Scott even if he puts him in because he got nobody else. I'm guessing he got. So, I mean, like he could pick somebody up off of a waiver. That's probably better than Scott, but. <laughs> Yeah. Still, it's it's not inspiring. So no, not in the slightest. No, I'm I'm picking Patterson um, on this one to get get the seventh win, getting at least like a 500 record. I think, which is commendable considering how he started. Like he he got like completely screwed over with some plunders and stuff. With his he also you know didn't he lost the game to me because of uh, starting somebody who was injured. He clawed his way back into it and uh, has a respectable finish to the year. What do you think, Joe? Uh, I agree with you on paper. I would pick Patterson, but I think there's going to be some weird thing that happens in this matchup for some reason. Just because it's the KCLC, Spooka's going to pull off the upset and just like mush this whole like bottom into a bunch of records that are essentially the same and screw every, everything up. So I'm going to go with Spooka. And a random upset of something happening bad to Patterson's team. Yeah. All right, Joe. I think next let's go ahead and let's talk about uh, Gert going up against the Aurora Central Cap- Aurora Central Ultra Boys. Um, Garrett having a really big um, potential buy with Pat Mahomes, but for as angry as he's been at Pat Mahomes, maybe he just plays Jimmy G instead. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him. And then he would essentially be at full strength, um, going against a currently at full strength uh, Castro team. So really, it's going to kind of come down to matchups, which, as of right now, Garrett, I would say, kind of has better matchups. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's also going to... I don't. Uh, I know we talked about C.D. Lamb, too. I don't yeah. know if he's going to be actually playing. They still have him projected as if he's going to be playing. Yeah, but that the, um, could be. Um, but he does have. Well, is Brown coming back this week? I didn't hear anything about him either. Sorry, was uh, Antonio back? Brown? Um, Antonio Brown. It's he's been practicing on the sidelines, but not in full-on scrimmage mode yet. Um, and CD Lamb was out today, but the uh, Jerry Jones son thinks he's gonna play. So. Who really knows what the hell that means? <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, so Garrett, it's it's gonna be. I guess you're you're right in that it depends on how full strength he is because he doesn't doesn't have a lot of great depth uh, unless you really believe in Odell. 
He does. I mean, he's been lighting him up on the chat every week. You know, he's going to have a big Monday night game and all that. Then he ended up getting two catches. <laughs> yeah, that's um, not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, looking at the Castro side, um, definitely having Brown is questionable. I know he was like in and out of the blue tent pretty much the whole game. <laughs> I feel like my dad has him on his fantasy team and he's constantly messaging me. There he is in the tent again. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely a frustrating like receiver to have because he has such a big boom potential, but then it seems like he's always getting banged up a lot. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, he does. He is slotting in Mooney this week. It looks like in that, uh, flex position after the huge week that he had last week but i don't know how much i believe of that not him as a as a receiver it's more of the bears offense in general you tell me you don't believe in andy dalton i don't believe in andy dalton i don't believe in Nagy. i don't believe in anything chicago football related um (laughs) since i was born because there hasn't been anything good happening (laughs) and they made a super bowl you know that's (sighs) yeah that's something that's something, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually love Mooney this week. I I have him in another league, and I'm ec- I'm ecstatic because it's like Allen Robinson's out, and you're going against Detroit, who is on pace right now for a winless record. Like, why is there any reason why we shouldn't think the Bears are going to light it up? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, I don't know if you watched any of that second half of the Bears game. Andy Dalton was throwing some bombs downfield. Oh, man. Matt Nagy, he couldn't coach Justin Field. He's too athletic. He needs to coach somebody <laughs> who is just, like, the most boring player possible in Andy Dalton. I believe. Believe in the red rifle. <laughs> oh, man. What do you what do you think of uh, Austin Eckler against Denver this week? You think, I mean, Denver this year has had actually a really good defense. I don't know. Uh, uh, well, last uh, before their bye, they didn't have such a good defense against Philadelphia. That's and cool. yeah, I don't know. Uh, he's probably going to get a bunch of dump off. I feel like Eckler has done good against the Broncos in the past, quite regularly. And with these division matchups, I mean, if you understand the team, I feel like they can work around getting Eckler the ball a lot because he is a central piece to their. Um, Offense, I think it'll be fine. I don't, I don't. That Denver doesn't scare me <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's good to know, Joe. Good to it's know. very disappointing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick uh, Castro in this matchup. I pick Castro. Uh, I'm un- unfortunately gonna pick that as well. I know I don't like picking against Garrett just due to, uh, you know, how he's historically been, but I'm, I'm going against him this week. Um. That, yeah. So that's gonna lead us back to our last two matchups. Joe, I'm gonna let you pick. Who is the game of the week this week? Who are we talking about first, and then who are we? Seeing? No, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you choose this week, Kyle. Since last week I picked the worst game of the week. <laughs> it was one of the biggest blowouts. So. All right. If you're making me choose, I guess I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna put uh, us in there. You and me right now. Uh, the new pod bowl because Tom is too afraid to come on. Uh, right now we're both projected to be very close. Um, but that's also with me starting two tight ends, which is interesting. Um, yeah, I, I'm, luck- I, I'm not great. 
Uh, I'm down a person on a buy right now, and then Amari Cooper decided to go get COVID and not be vaccinated, so now he can't come back fast. So that's not fun. I dealt with that already, so I know how you feel. <laughs> that's that's the whole November. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am with six wins somehow, so we're not we're not upset. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not great, but um. Yeah, Joe, how, how are you feeling about this one? Are you feeling confident in your ability to win? You know, definitely having uh, Murray be injured last week, as I messaged you about, definitely is going to help this week since I don't have to sit him in my um, flex position. I can keep him in that IR slot, so I can't actually play somebody that's playing. Uh, but I do still have Tyreek out, which is going to be a big hit. It's been pretty consistent since I've gotten him, other than like one week, I think. Um but yeah, everybody else pretty much full strength as seen as Murray was. But okay, that's not true at all, actually, since I also have Kamara out. Um, it's not yet practiced. It's week. not practiced, and also Ingram has not practiced this week. So, tends to be having Elijah Moore in there, um, which I'm not too upset about. I've been wanting to play him. It's just like I didn't have any space to slot him in every week. So, this might be actually the finally the chance I have to put him in. Because um, I don't know if I trust Ingram, even if he does end up playing, uh, being a Thursday game as well. I just hate Thursday games too, so I'm probably going to stick with more in that flex position. So hopefully he has a week like he did last week. Um, Big Ben back for revenge again. Uh, he used to be on your team, didn't he, at the very beginning and the trade that we had? So he's going to get his revenge. Aaron Rodgers is here to get his revenge against your team. Pretty much everybody on my team used to be on your team at some point, right? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of them. Um, <laughs> but uh, how confident are you in the uh, without Tyreek Hill? That's the big one. Uh, I, I really feel like this is going to be a toss-up. Like, like, it, like it's projecting right now. Um, your team's solid. Other than your quarterback, obviously, is the only point that I'd say you're struggling at right now. If Beasley plays, he'll be fine. I don't know. Uh, it, yeah, I feel like it's gonna be pretty close. Having taking a big fat zero really hurts me. So, um, yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty tight. But I'm gonna pick myself in this one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean and pick you right now. I just think that right now I'm just coming off of a I'm a little bit banged up, and I think you're taking advantage of it. So. Uh, I'll get you up to seven wins, and you get your needed wins before you uh, hit some bye week bumps. Yep. Definitely need it. <laughs> which leads us to the game of the week, which you might not have thought. Uh, I'm picking the 4-7 and seven Tom versus the 6-5 and five Wilson as game of the week, because this is it. I'm calling it right now. This is uh, Tom needs to win this, or he's going home. He's got... Kelsey on a bye. He needs wins. He needs just help in general. And uh, he's going up against Wilson, who right now more or less full strength, other than he needs a defense. Joe, do you think Tom has a shot? A shot? Yeah, I mean, if he's going to risk Kelsey like it looks like he's doing right now, which, I mean, I understand because he needs this win no matter what. He's going to get Lamar Jackson back this week. Definitely needs it. I mean, Tyrod did a good job of replacing Lamar, but I don't see him doing that again. Um, even if it is against the Jets, I just don't see it happening. 
like it is every single week, it's just going to come down to these receivers, this wide receiver flex positions. Are they going to show up? I don't know. The toss-up for me every single week, I look at this team. Um, I don't think he has... Yeah, I mean, he, I doubt he has anybody he's going to be swapping in here. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Tom. I don't know. You're going to need some help. A lot of help from these uh, receivers. He also, uh, we're, as we're recording now, plunders are starting to come through. And uh, Tom is losing uh, Chase Claypool. He did get the backup quarterback for Baltimore, which is nice, though, considering Lamar still has yet to practice this week. Um, yeah. So, yeah, minor saving grace. But, uh, we'll, we'll see. He, might, he probably won't even play him regardless. Um, who knows? Maybe Tom's got a trade in him. You know, if, if, if I'm Tom, I'm in desperation mode right now. You need to figure out a way to get a win. Right now, I, if I'm him, I'm saying that Josh Allen's got a hard matchup to me that Thursday, the Thanksgiving night game. Um, but outside of that, I mean, most of his, Wilson's matchups are good. So he, Tom has to try to come out guns blazing, and he can't afford to play Kelsey. That, yeah, you know, I mean, by. ideal situation, he does figure out a way to get rid of Kelsey and get somebody to help him at those receiver, hopefully to get rid of like Callaway or somebody that's not super consistent at those receiver flex would definitely help in projecting him to get a win here. And then if he could get a win here, he's pretty much got a win next week against me unless something horrible happens. Yeah. The three, the three buys that I have going next week. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, I think it will come down to the, him being able to trade Kelsey. I think I, I think Wilson's team is very good. I think they're continuing to get better as the year goes on. So I got Wilson as it stands right now. I'm going to go ahead. I'm picking Wilson too. Then that's going to give – I'm calling it now. Tom's going to be the second team to get that guaranteed loss of a – like a guaranteed loser for the year. And uh, – more or less is going to basically be cementing his uh, path in the demotion. Because, I mean, unless he's got tiebreakers over somebody with six wins, um, he he might be already knocked down. We'll he probably see. has it over me, right? Uh, I think he would have it over me, to be honest. Yeah, it's going to depend on um, what you're... I mean, like, if he beats you next week, I don't know if you already beat him once earlier in the year. But regardless, I'm picking Wilson. And fun fact, Joe, Wilson's getting reinforcements this week. He's got his team mascot, Gronkowski, back home. <laughs> Gosh dang it. <sighs> he loves that guy. He really does. I legitimately picked him up because I was like, if I lose, at the very least, Wilson's going to be distracted and want to get Gronk back. <laughs> and that's what, that's what happened. Uh, yeah, so Wilson's got his, his trophy piece back. He's got Gronk, who actually he could be startable for him. And, uh, yeah, that's going to go ahead and do our week 12 in review. Joe, the season's coming to an end. Real fast. Oh, it is. And we did find out that uh, Patterson did uh, get somebody off of Vince's team. He's taking... uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Stevenson. He does love his Patriots, so not surprising. (laughs) I, I will say, like... 
Ramondre did do well, and it wouldn't be surprising like if if Harris misses any more time. Ramondre Stevenson gonna be a force to be reckoned with. But um, yeah, not much else to say with this one. We're gonna try to get this up, this pod up for tomorrow morning. That way, everyone can have it for their Thanksgiving travels if you're moving around. But I think that's gonna do it for us, Joe. Any last thoughts for the kids at home? Nope, just enjoy your uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Have a safe weekend. Enjoy your time off. Good luck. That's been Joe Sortino, co-commissioner. I'm co-commissioner Colin Madaus of the greatest league in all the lands, the KCLC. This has been the Champions Podcast.